0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of God's Not Done With Us Yet. So this week, oh yeah, it's Sunday evening. I recorded a little late today, but I'm very happy that it's still Sunday and there's still time to record. So this episode, I will talk about 90 Day Fiance. I will talk about the challenge. And I'll talk about some other stuff because they sat there and got rid of um, the special for Team Mom OG. but I did see 846, so I'll talk a little teeny tiny baby bit about that, so yeah, let's get into the show. So, the first show I'm going to talk about is 90 Day Fiance. Um, I realized, well, number one, I was a little myth because I thought, We're just going to have no more this season because um, it was a reunion special. But then they said that tonight they're going to play some more content for 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 days. So I guess next week will be the season finale of this podcast because, well, this this season of the podcast, because I decided that I will start and end seasons with 90 Day Fiancé how they started in seasons, but a little delay because they overlapped their seasons. So I'm looking forward to just getting on to next 90 day fiance. I'm all the way done with this um, thing because I, I liked the episode. I was entertained. I laughed at a lot of parts of it, but really it's a toilet. I don't think we really got any real resolutions as a result of um, this two hours worth of stuff. I I don't know how long it would be if you watched it on TV, but it was Sunday night and Monday night worth of content and yelling and screaming and going around in circles. And Sean, she did better than usual, but she did not really get to the point, the real point of the matter, the real fact of the matter behind all the nonsense and the red herrings and things of that nature. So even though this episode brought me joy Also, there was not no real resolution, in my opinion. Well, I guess between Avery and Ash, they broke up, and they're, like, broke up for sure, which is good because they both have trust issues. And and it's a whole lot hard to work for, for them having trust issues if they live, like, in the same town. But it'll be even more difficult to do that in two different continents. So I think that was wise for them to break up, um which, of course, is wise for all these couples to break up, essentially. Um, Yolanda finally came to the light. And with her light, oh, poor Yolanda, she went through COVID, apparently. But, but through her coming to the light, she was able to drop some nuggets of wisdom, which is funny to say, to our good buddy David to let him know that is he having a waste of time on his website? It's like seven years where that lady made no sense. And he dropped some wisdom. She she was the one that was able to identify that her catfish was Nigeria. Because, you know, Usman was declaring up and down that there weren't no way it was a Nigerian. Definitely not no Hassa. Has, it definitely wasn't a Hassa. But he said it wasn't any of the tribes. He was really repping for his people, saying that was not a Nigerian. did not sound like a Nigerian accent, but even Yolanda said it did. So that's how the cookie crumbles. She gave a little bit of insight. I was kind of disappointed that Jeffrey and Varner did not make it because, you know, as I was been saying for the past three weeks, I wanted answers. I wanted to see how this shook out. But I guess the finale kind of gave us the answer. They got engaged. So... Poor Mary got kicked to curb, you know I wanted to see a rant and a rave from Mary. That would have been worth it. But regardless, that did not happen. Unless maybe these little extra footage might have something about Mary in there. Who knows? Um, you know, my my girl Lana, she found out some way to explain why the phone that David gave her would mysteriously disappear. Um, the way was hilarious. Her fingernails. It made it too too difficult to operate the phone. So I was like, okay, girl. At least she didn't have to lie and say someone stole it. But I guess she did have to lie and say she couldn't operate it with her fingernails. But but yeah, David took it. Even though at the end he kind of came to light, realized, oh, we're probably not together. (laughs) Even though at the beginning of the show he was really saying he was engaged. And then also, what was going on with um. David, I think from watching the show, I think he was happy with the experience, or he's just telling himself that to save face that he's happy with the experience because he would not refuse, he would not acknowledge that he's being hoodwinked and bamboozled, even though they even had to bring Caesar on there to say he's being hoodwinked and bamboozled. And you know, Caesar is not the beacon of, a, of um, wisdom. I was going to say something else that was not nice. So, um, and I was mad at that. I was like, um, Caesar should not be an expert witness, but I also realized this TLC, we are in the toilet. We willingly got into the toilet and in the toilet, they are not really trying to help these people <laughs> with <Well>, experts. <laughs> they're bringing Caesar to give his two cents and then letting each other counsel each other. Uh, I think it would be worth it to bring a real counselor <laughs> to moderate their discussion but at the same time, sometimes ration, ration, what? Sometimes being rational um, antagonizes people who are delusion and angers them and things of that nature. So maybe it's not. Maybe it is good to have each other live in their delusion with each other and talk about in circles about how to make these crazy relationships work. So, yeah, um, there are, you know, of course, other couples on there. Like, like, for some reason, Tom and Darcy was on there. Tom was doing some elaborate ruse to act like he wasn't trying to talk to Avery. He said, well, I talked to everybody. I tried to talk to Stephanie. I even tried to talk to Lisa. And Lisa was like, he want to try to talk to me. <laughs> Lisa was trying to pull the put a ruse. She didn't want us for the catch that uh, she try to to <laughs> nah, was trying to talk to Tom, too. No, he wasn't trying to talk to me. No, Tom was trying to talk to everybody to cover his tracks. He was trying to talk to Avery. So he got like, oh, I wasn't trying to talk to her. So that was some nonsense. Because like, why are they him and Darcy even on the show? Even though I like Darcy, why are y'all on the show? Y'all broke up like the first episode. I guess it's worth being on the reading because you got to talk about you broke up the first episode. So I guess I'll take that back. You can be on the show. <laughs> like I have control of who get to be on the show, who not on the show. The worst person on this whole thing, in my opinion, was Ed. Ed was out here trying to avenge his good name, which got all the way drug through the toilet. That is TLC Nine Day Fiance. Like, I don't know how he thought he was going to turn out with a good edit. He was all the way delusion about. He was he was lying. He got caught in all the lies on that episode. So whatever he was trying to do failed miserably. I think oh yes I want like to pray for Rose because Rose um she was really going off on that thing and I think that was just hurt like real pain so I'm gonna pray for her for that I felt bad for her the way how she was going off I was like that poor girl is hurt and so I felt for her um, based on what was going on and just the accusations and what she said. Ed said, I believed it. I believed what she had to say. Um, And Ed just showed showed to be a liar. I didn't even lie about a lot. You did. It was just a nonsense. He dragged his daughter in there, copping for her, going after Rose. Like, come on. Copping for Ed. Like, come on. You know your daddy not no good. No offense. But yeah. So I think... For we're are to the we're, there's a light at the end of the tunnel in my opinion but for 90 Day Fiance we're just living our way through and the future I think, it'll be good for the people at TLC to live a little bit uh, actually want us wanting more instead of us like Lord when will this be over when will the show when would the show be done so we get the same done but I can also understand why they may have done this this, this season because of the virus and they're running low on content. I think. And they're trying to get they're trying to get this stuff to stretch out for the whole rest of this year. So they had to pad out um this season. And they're gonna stretch I have a feeling they're gonna stretch out the other season. So we'll see if I even get through 90 Day the other way that's coming up. I'm looking forward to it. But if they stretch out this one like this they stretch out that show like they stretch out this show, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But yeah, let's move on. Oh no, I forgot to record. I forgot, well, I didn't forget to record, but I forgot to um, push the timer for the first 20 minutes. But I think I rambled for about 10 minutes. So um, I'll just keep that in mind. But regardless, um, MTV The Challenge, earlier this week or last week, MTV parted ways with D. Because D said some nonsense on the internet. Which is not surprising because she's been, been saying some nonsense on the internet on Twitter. Talking about, I want to be messy. Come at me. This, that, and the other. So she was already on a trip. So unfortunately, the trip crashed. And she got herself kicked off the show. How do I feel about her getting kicked off the show? I don't feel bad about it. I'm fine with it. Because... As we learned in the earlier episodes of the show, D ain't no good because how she had to do D- Jenny. And then I learned that she's a bird, a feather with Rogan. So my first thought when she got cussed, I was like, well, y'all can just go ahead and get rid of Rogan, too. But I guess they don't got no evidence of Rogan. so Because <laughs> they birds with a feather. I don't care. They connected. And I'm sure a lot of times when dirty people connect, it would be, be a shared hate and a shared bias. So that's all I feel about that. And maybe I'm judging them. Who knows? But I really have no hard feelings about Dee. But I'm fine with her leaving as well. I think it would have been a cherry on the cake if she had like lost this see this episode. But of course she didn't because she went up against Maddie. And you know, at first glance, Maddie is a truck tough, tough competitor because she's a big girl. She's powerful. But Maddie smokes. So, and she knew, like, that's why she's playing a scary game this season. She knew that her body was not where it needed to be to be able to compete. And so, she wasn't going to win off of no D, because D is riled up very easily just by adversity. So, even though she was blindsided, she still had that going for her. So, so yeah, of course, D won this episode. And then, I thought it was a blessing the episode was short because MTV is also trying their best to edit her out of this episode and maybe future episodes. Some people on Twitter were mad that she was edited out. But I was happy because I didn't trying to be sitting up here for an hour and a half watching some challenge. I'm perfectly fine watching it for an hour. Now, I will say the first few episodes, an hour and a half, I was entertained um, for it to be extra long episode. But did this in the middle of it, it's just, it's, it's, it's been like meh, I feel, as far as this season. I don't know if it's particularly good. I can't put up my finger on it why I'm not too entertained by this season. It might be D. This season has been really focused on her, and I didn't label her dirty, so maybe that could be it. I really don't know. But, um,. So yeah, I was happy the episode was cut. Um, Really, the only things they cut was some argument between Dee and Bailey, which I saw on on Twitter anyway. And then apparently an argument between Dee and Josh, which I did not see because I didn't think it was worth my time to to find it on Instagram to watch. So so yeah, I thought it was fine that they cut her out as much as they could. Um, I feel like Melissa and Josh moved Rome to include Johnny on the tribunal, because of course Johnny's gonna take over, but Josh don't got the capacity to realize that he's a pawn, the puppet, and Melissa, I don't know what her rationale was as far as letting him take over as well, so of course he took over and he worked to get you know D on the floor. I thought it was smart how he brought Rogan in. I was happy that um Jenny was essentially clear like it it looks like she had no hand in sending um D on the floor. So I was happy about that. I thought that was smart of Johnny to bring banana Benet- he is bananas. It was smart of him to bring um Rogan and let let it be known that Rogan's in on the plot to bring D down. And yes he betrayed her. And um of course we know in theory Josh was had a hand in it, but we know Josh is always a pawn so no blood's really on his hand. So um I thought that was smart of Johnny. Of course they put too much stock in Maddie and D came back. So Johnny looked quick. And so I think that would be interesting to see what will happen if D is going to forgive uh, Rogan. That's what's going to happen. And she might probably go try to go after Johnny, but she's going to forgive Rogan. <laughs> so so what? who am I fooling? <laughs> Talking about, oh, she's looking dumb because Rogan did her dirty twice. She going to forgive him again. So whatever. I wonder, so some people may wonder why Rogan keeps on doing D-Rome. Because they birds of a feather. They ain't no good, because D really trusts them, so he gonna do who trusts them dirty. That's why D had to do um, Jenny dirty, because Jenny was really trusting her. So that's just how the, how people like to operate. Um, yes, that's all I have to say about um, the challenge. I guess I could talk a little bit about them canceling, MTV canceling the Team Mom OG baby special. You know, I actually was looking forward to see it. I thought I was going to be entertained by it. But I don't have a problem with um, the special getting cut because, you know, sometimes you have to face the consequences of your actions. And sometimes those consequences are not immediate. And sometimes those consequences is not something that you would imagine happening. But hey, that's just that's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes, and I'm okay with it. Like if you don't face the consequences, I'm actually kind of okay with that too. Because there's grace and mercy. There's things that we've all done wrong, and we appreciate grace and mercy for those things that we've done wrong. We did not get the consequences that we should have gotten, but there's no reason to get mad or bitter about someone getting consequences that they should have gotten. Um, I don't think so I don't think. Um, People who say disparaging things, even if it's a joke, should be on pedestals or should have a place of influence, which being on TV in America's culture is a place of influence. So I I think it's a good example for teenagers, like stop being all crazy with the nonsense that y'all be saying, because your words matter, your words have weight, so you need to stop it. And let them know to um, realize that. And they can't be like, they kids, they don't know. But no, 14, 15, you know better by that age that your words matter. They teach them now in the junior. Your words matter <laughs> and your words have weight. So be be cognizant of what you're saying and making sure you're not spreading lies or think, saying things that are hurtful and disparaging towards people. So I'm okay with her being cut, even though I was sad I was gonna watch the show. I'm okay with And then also, you know, back then, Cheyenne had to be the bigger person and had to have a discussion with her about that, like how she, um, how she sat there and knew that she wrote these things on the internet and yet she's still on the show and yet she has to be concerned about having her daughter in that woman's house because her baby daddy, daddy decided to get with her despite the things she used to say. And she said she didn't know no better, but who knows? All you can do is to believe the best. But but yeah, that's a hard position that uh, Cheyenne had to be in. And it was really big of her to let that go and all that type of stuff, which she should, like carrying bitterness and like carrying forgiveness is, is not going to help you at all. But it's just, it's just a really an un, un, unfortunate situation that you have to be in to be around people who you'd rather not be around of because they can just say whatever they want and not have any consequences to it. So I was okay with her being cut from show. And then people were like, why did this person get cut? Why didn't that person? I'm fine with them being cut too. Or if they don't get cut, I'll live with it as well. But who say they can't get cut in the future? It's been a few years coming before Taylor probably got cut. So that's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with anyone getting exposed. As anyone who has a, a heart that's not right, they don't need to be in positions of power. They really don't, in my in my opinion. So I guess that just kind of takes away into um, Thursday night sometime. Dave Chappelle dropped this 846 monologue thing. And I listened to it Friday morning while I was getting ready. And... I'm not going to really talk about what he said or how I felt about what he said, but I will talk about how it made me feel. And I felt me being, well, I feel like number no one, He's, he's, a, he's an artist and I feel like I have artist tendencies. So I'd be, un, I think sometimes I'd be understanding why he'd be saying the things he's saying, and why he'd be doing the things he'd be doing. And, What he, the talk, I definitely feel like it was weighty, what he said, and what he said definitely made an impact on the earth, in my opinion, just me being, me being sensitive to changes on the earth, and as a result, I just feel the need to pray, to pray for the nation, like, I prayed, like, I drove, like, two hours after I got ready. Well, not quite two hours, but close to two hours. And I pretty much prayed the whole time because that really uh, weighed on my spirit, what he had to say. And um, so I'll just pray a little bit um, for the nation again as a result of that. But yeah, let's just move into the prayer. I will reset my timer because I have my little list of things that I want to pray for as a result. So, Lord, I just thank you um, for your goodness, Lord, and your graciousness. Thank you, Lord, that you are a good God. I thank you, Lord, when you reveal things to us, Lord. You reveal it not to scare us, Lord, not to um, make us feel bad, not to make us worry. But you reveal those things so we can change those things. if We have the ability to change it. And we you reveal those things so we can invite you to the situation, Lord God, so you can make things better in Jesus' name. Lord, I just um, pray for our nation, Lord. I just pray. Um, those who can see and sense what's going on around here can, um, and especially especially those who are called by your name, those who are watchmen, those who, who pray, those who who are sensitive to things of the spirit, Lord. I just pray they humble themselves and pray, Lord. I just pray for your protection over this nation, Lord. I just pray that you just give us wisdom, Lord. I just pray that you raise up peacemakers in this place, Lord. I pray that you help people to humble themselves, people who are in power and using the power for things that are contrary to your word and your will, Lord, people who are esteeming themselves or others above others, where you have declared us all, or you made us all in your image, and we, there is no difference between one and another, that you say in your word that we should not prefer someone because they're richer or they're poorer, one thing or another. So. I just pray that people who are operating in that spirit of racism and bias, Lord, that they realize the errors of their ways, Lord, and they repent and they turn away from it. Especially those who call themselves Christians, especially those who say they are Christians, especially those who one day go to the church and claim you or worship you with your lips. Lord, I pray their hearts will no longer be from you lord i pray that your cards would be turned towards you i pray their hearts will be submitted to you and they will humble themselves and they will pray and they will really sit and reflect and allow you to go through their hearts and examine their way search their hearts for anything that needs to be changed lord i pray that they change lord i just pray lord that the separation of the races in the school systems will stop in jesus name i pray that kids who've been growing up in these private schools and away from knowing other races and other cultures themselves, this will change, especially those who have Christian parents. So they can allow their children to be around people who are different than themselves so they can realize that that Black people are this race or that race is not what they see, just what they see on TV, or not just that one person they interacted with in their whole life, but they can know that there is diversity among all people, and all people are essentially people. In Jesus' name, I pray that people no longer see um, Black people what propaganda says they are, or other different types of people what propaganda says they are, but they are human beings. They are not no superhumans or or inferior. Well, I don't know what the craziest type of people be saying about people, but Lord, I just pray that when they hear things like that, they're not true that instead of um, laughing about it or instead of receiving it into their hearts, that they they cast those thoughts down and they come against those thoughts down, or, or even those sayings, Lord God, that they speak up against those things, Lord. I pray that people um be aware of the biases they have, Lord, and they actively uproot those biases, Lord, and that they take a look at their workplaces. They could look at what their patterns or who they hang out with or who they hire or who they um fire and all that type of stuff and see it hey it might be a pattern by this and other or who they give leniency to or who they judge harshly and actually come to terms with that lord and they are unable to change their ways lord i pray they invite you to help them change the the things that they cannot fix lord to um, make right the things that may have been made wrong or i just pray that People are no longer exposed because they are forced to be exposed because someone found them out. But people can actually actually repent of the things they've done and expose themselves, Lord, because, you know, sometimes when you expose yourself, you get leniency, you get mercy, Lord, you get, you know... You, 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 you don't, you're not really here to judge and condemn us Lord. You're not here for that. That's not your, you, you. but you will judge and condemn if someone refuses to come to terms of what they have done in Jesus' name. So I just pray that um the people in this nation, Lord, they turn away from what they've done in the past, the sins of the past, Lord, and that today is a new day. They are new creatures in you in Jesus' name. And Lord, I just I really just come against um, division, Lord. I come against um, against anything that's contrary to you, Lord, contrary to your will, contrary to your way, Lord. I just pray that your will be done on this earth as it is in heaven, Lord, that whatever you desire to happen happens, Lord, in your time and your season in Jesus' name. And I just thank you, Lord, for all the believers in the earth that we're preserving the earth and we're we are influencing the earth to be better, Lord because that's your will in Jesus' name. Lord, I also pray for the, you know, the people that's on the TV shows that I watch, Lord. I just pray for um for Rose, Lord, um the, the, all the anyone, all those past hurt, so people who may have taken advantage of her, may have done her wrong, may have promised her one thing or another and went back on those promises, who have wounded her, who have abandoned her, who have abandoned her son, Lord. I pray she forgives all those people who have hurt and stolen from her. I thank you, Lord, that says when the thief be found and be returned to sevenfold. So I just pray that everything that's stolen from her be returned sevenfold, Lord. I just pray you restore her. I pray that you heal her, Lord. I pray that she seeks you to uh, help her in every situation in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord, that she can just actively feel your healing power and your healing touch on her heart, Lord, and make all things new. That um, you can give her beauty for ashes in Jesus' name. I pray, Lord, that when she hears of Ed and thinks of Ed, she no longer thinks bitter or hurtful thoughts for it. But instead, she just realizes that sometimes people do terrible things because they are not in the best situation of themselves, Or So I just pray that she's able to empathize with um, people who may have hurt her, if that can help her to forgive, Lord. I just pray that she's able to forgive so she can get receive the full amount of healing and everything that you have for her in Jesus name Lord I also pray just for wisdom for everyone on that nine-day fiance cast Lord I just thank you Lord that you say um, anyone not anything that asks you and you give it freely Lord so I just even though they are not asking Lord I ask on their behalf Lord I intercede on their behalf Lord that you just give them an overflow of wisdom Lord I just pray that if we were to view them 10 years from now, Lord, that they would be a totally different person than what they are today for the better, Lord. That they will, really will, could be an expert <laughs> witness. <laughs> because they have just overflowing wisdom, Lord, and the fruit of that wisdom in Jesus' name. Lord, I also pray, I just, will. I guess I'll pray for Caesar, Lord. Give Caesar wisdom. I'll pray for him by name that you give him wisdom to, to turn his life around in Jesus' name. Lord, I also pray for Dee, Lord. Um, she had a hard week. I pray for Taylor, too. She probably had a hard week also, Lord. And anyone else who lost their job for um, things they said in the past, that they finally, you know, got the consequences for their actions, Lord. Lord, I pray that this this experience does not um, make them better, does not um, make them feel bad about themselves. because You know, everyone has made mistakes, Lord. I just pray that they can learn from this, Lord and that they can continue to search their hearts for anything that may be hindering them for the best things in their life, Lord. I just pray, Lord, as a result of this, Lord, they actually move on to better and brighter, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray that um, this kind of gives them a wake-up call to reflect and take some time to restore what might be broken. In Jesus' name, I pray that Jesus fits everything, any type of wrong mindset or wrong thought pattern Lord. I just praise thank you Lord for um just rising up people who can really help people identify um thought patterns that may not be rooted in truthfulness that may be rooted in error Lord and I pray that you know truth abounds in the US and period Lord that that they have they are lovers of truth. I just pray people in the US in general are people who love the truth and they no longer um, want to hear a lie or desire to hear a lie or have itching ears for a lie but instead there are people who want to know the truth who will seek out the truth who will search out the truth who will knock, ask seek, and knock for the truth Lord and then that door will be open for them in Jesus name Lord I also pray for um, Maddie or pray Lord just give her um, wisdom and peace of mind Lord Lord, I'm just pray that you deposit um, with her a clear vision for her life and a vision that actually, that she actually wants to achieve. Well, Lord, just, I, I, if I see you on the show. She always talks about how she needs money for her family or whatever. And, and you know her heart. You know her boldness, Lord. You know her spirit, Lord. And, you know, I really think she seems to be a nice, genuine person, Lord, so. I just pray that you bless her, Lord, um, with, with wisdom how to move forward in life, Lord. Because I don't know if her heart's really intended to be a physical competitor, Lord. But, Lord, just reveal what you have destined her to be, what you have designed and made her to be, Lord. And I pray that she doesn't have any fear of stepping out into that, Lord. And as she steps out into that, just thank you for providing resources, Lord, for us to see in that. That when she puts her hands to it, it will prosper, Lord, and she will do well, Lord, and that she bless the work of her hands, Lord, that you um, free her from any types of bondages or iniquities that, that may be um, stopping her from moving forward in um, your design or her, your plan for her life, or if it's like, you know, drinking too much or partying or or smoking or whatever is that's curtailing what you have planned for her, I pray that you just free those fetters from her so she can fly and soar and do well um, in what you have called her to do, Lord. And we just look forward to seeing her thrive in her destiny. Um, I just thank you, Lord, for being a good God. I thank you for caring for us. I thank you for loving us. I thank you that today was a good day. Lord, I just pray that this week will be a good week. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So... That is it for this week. I am looking forward to next week. Maybe it might be the season finale of season one of God's Not Done With Us yet. I hope so. I hope they don't drag out 9 Baby fiancé anymore. But anyway, I'll still be here. Until next week. Bye.